Hey, everybody. Welcome to Nerddome with Taylor and Andrew. I'm Andrew. Hey, nerds. Sup, nerds. Sup, nerds. Sup. Hey. We're jocks today. Yes. <laughs> I'm drinking a big gulp. She's drinking a big gulp with monster energy drink inside. I got a mullet. Yeah. You got a mullet. Um, what else? I learned how to play the guitar. Wow. <laughs> You're going to show up to a party. <laughs> nerds, she's coming to your party. She's going to break out the guitar. And she's going to sing Oasis. I ripped the sleeves off my shirt. <laughs> dude. Dude. I mean, you're bursting out of them anyway, so you may as well get them off. You have a bunch of, you bought a bunch of Under Armour gear. Yeah. Um, and I colored in the UA symbol with Sharpie. <laughs> cool. That is really cool. Uh, <laughs> I don't know who I am, but I like them. I like it. Yeah. So we watched wrestling today and it has apparently unlocked a new Taylor. <laughs> that is really cool. Personality unlocked. Personality unlocked. <laughs> wrestling has done this to me. I can't wait for you to go home to your partner and just sh- show and off. Suplex him. Show off the new Taylor. Yeah, suplex him. <clears throat> Let him know you have watched some wrestling. I'm gonna go home and bench him. Good, <laughs> good. We were talking about how he's not not unsimilarly shaped to one of the wrestlers on this show. Yes, true. I mean, he was a little. I think he's. I mean, this wrestler in in question is very very tiny. Yeah. But yeah, you should be able to bench press Steven. <laughs> Why not? Why not? I can't bench the bar, but I can bench him. You can bench him. Especially now. Yeah, right? After you've watched wrestling? Yeah. Yeah, and you've drinking this much monster. <laughs> <laughs> so we watched AEW Dynamite from this week as we're recording. Yeah. So when this comes out on Monday, this will be have been the most recent Dynamite. Oh, okay. So cool. this is timely too. Nice. Live from Atlanta, GA, Yay. where you're from. Hometown. Hometown. Sort of. Sorry, Ann. People from Atlanta will be like, you're not actually from Atlanta. I'm Atlanta, like, yeah, GA-ish. Yeah, yeah. It's the biggest city it's, close it's, to me. Right. Layoff. Yeah. So how did that feel, <laughs> watching wrestling from Atlanta? Uh, the Atlanta part was it had meant nothing, except T-Pain was except in the Except T-Pain crowd. was in the crowd, yeah. Was in the and that was awesome. ATL he institution. Gave, he gave that one guy a chair, and it was sick. Yeah. It was, uh, so, yeah, at, in the main event, mm-hmm. T Pain presented a chair to Cody Rhodes yeah. for for people who are yeah oh yeah also I said this to Andrew while we were watching it I was like sometimes names like especially Escape in TV you. they just like go in one ear and then right out the other yeah. and they so Andrew you're gonna have to help me with names I've got stuff, you so. I got you yeah we'll I've go down it. we'll go down this show as it happened yeah okay so I will good. help you with some names okay so we open the show yes. with. Brian Danielson versus Alan Five Angels oh, from that's right. yes. The Dark Order. The Dark Order. Alan, which was really fun to learn about. Yes. I so, didn't know that there was a secret order. Yeah, they are a uh, sort of a cult group. That's fun. But now they're just like a go- like a group of like, goofy friends now. They've been less of a cult recently. I love that for them. So Alan Angels is a wrestler from Atlanta who is <laughs> wrestling Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson is on his way to wrestling the champion hangman adam page in two weeks and he's going through all of adam page's friends on the way to wrestling adam page Which, what a move with yeah it, it is a power move it's a dick move yeah but he has chosen like sometimes in wrestling they'll do a thing where like the bad guy sends all of his minions out to wrestle the the good guy until you know so he's beat up on the way to yeah facing the champion 
This time, it's the challenger saying, I'm going to beat up all your fucking friends. <laughs> They're all dorks, and I'm going to beat them all up on the way to fighting you, and I'm going to beat your ass. <laughs> so he beats him up. He beats mm-hmm. up Alan Angels, yeah. poor Alan pretty Angels. Bad. Pretty bad. Taps him out with a knee, knee bar, and Alan Angels loses in front of his friends and family. How embarrassing. In ATL. In his hometown. In the ATL. That's tough. Yeah. What did you think of these two gentlemen? Uh, well, so I think this was probably the match that I was paying the least attention to because I was asking you so many questions uh-huh. because I had no idea what was going on because a hangman guy came out first and I was expecting him to go get in the ring and then he walked over to sit down and be a commentator. Yes. And then I was like, okay, wait, what? And then the two guys came out and then you had to explain what the dark order was to me and mm-hmm. everybody's relationships to everybody else. And so this is probably the one that I least was paying attention yeah. to. And I, I, the only thing I remember is at the very, very end, the hangman guy and Brian Danielson, Danielson, um, like they were like, there's a very heated moment and they got really, really close. And I just really wanted them to kiss. <laughs> They were getting real close. They were so close. Yeah. And on it, and Heyman was like, I, I get that he was staring daggers at Ryan Danielson, mm-hmm. but it was a, it, to me, it seemed very lustful. It felt there was more it, to it, it then. It felt that there yeah. was like something going on. And mm-hmm. so when they got that close, I was like, kiss him, kiss him, do it. So I was like kind of shipping them and then they didn't. So they didn't. That was disappointing. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah. It's okay. It's all right. But that was, it was interesting because I, uh, learning about what the dark order was, was kind of fun. Yeah. Also, uh, they showed him very briefly when Alan Angels came out, but the entire Dark Order came out with him to mm. the, the ramp. Uh, so the Dark Order was founded, and their leader was a guy named Brody Lee. And so he's the guy who passed yeah. away that I told you about. His son, who's like like 12 or something, like oh, comes out with him. He's in there, yeah. yeah like I, his, I was like, who's that kid? <laughs> yeah, so that's Brody's son, uh, who's... I think is Brody Jr. Is, he wait, he's the he's the son of the guy who died. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So they he comes out with them and he's like I I think like legit very close with like a yeah, bunch of the guys like in that thing. You have like a whole bunch of dads. Yeah. That's so wholesome. <laughs> I'm gonna cry. He's very yeah. He's very cute. He's he's done some stuff. I on did the show. notice him because I noticed I was like, who is that little kid? Yeah. That's on the stage them because <laughs> mm-hmm. otherwise it just looks like they're a menagerie of yeah. like weirdos yeah <laughs> but yeah that is the that is brody's son wow. yeah Aww, i love that uh so the next match was cm punk against oh, uh yeah. lee moriarty oh yeah this my favorite part of this was the commentator the commentator came out mjf dressed in a hanukkah suit yes <clears throat> and when i say burberry scarf. yes when i say hanukkah suit i mean like, a blue suit yeah, with bright, bright, hot, like, uh, like a menorahs, a menorah, yeah. yeah, like Star David, like it was awesome. Yeah, so he's he's feuding with CM Punk. He's talking shit the entire match about like this shouldn't be taking this long. He sucks. Yes, he's not as good as he thinks he yeah, is. Yeah, calling him uh, P- PG Punk. PG Punk. Yeah, yeah. So CM Punk wins this match with a go to sleep, which is a elevated knee to the face Ooh. and pins him uh but after the match mjf then comes out he starts talking shit to cm punk 
insinuates yeah. that he's trying to sleep with these women and he's been drinking. So CM Punk is straight edge and married. So these are that's <laughs> oh, why these were such married. <laughs> these are why these are such devastating insults to mm-hmm. Mr. Punk. Mm-hmm. But CM Punk comes back with the retort, shut up. Yeah, that was great. He said, hey, hey, shut up. And I was like, that's a good, <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> so, yeah, they. this was, I mean, obviously this is a backdrop to further the mm-hmm. CM Punk MJF storyline. Yeah, they'll definitely eventually wrestle, right? They will eventually wrestle, okay, yeah. Okay, that'll be fun. Um, what I didn't tell you earlier was that uh, young MJF was used to be a huge fan of CM Punk. So like they have photos of him meeting CM Punk and like he has like posters of CM Punk on his wall. And this young MJF guy also was like, apparently like there's footage of him on the Rosie O'Donnell show from a long time ago. And he's like a kid and he's like singing and doing like show tunes and stuff. He's quite the little performer, but now he's a, well hated yeah wrestling character well i really like the thing that you said about his parents mm-hmm. too, yeah playing and kind of like yucking into it too. they they post pictures on like twitter and instagram where they just have like signs that say we hate our son or <laughs> you know like we hate mjf t-shirts or something like that so they're they're in on the bits that's pretty funny that their son isn't an obnoxious jerk yeah. on television that's that's really cute to like think about a young a young one and now he's like a wrestler and gets to do like a storyline with somebody that he looked up yeah. to a lot. That's... Yeah. I'm going to cry. I'm gonna... <laughs> Between the kid and yeah. yeah. Oh, also the other thing about this match was that I, I commented this to you because one of the questions that I asked was, um, do the wrestlers like do core like do they choreograph things together? Mm-hmm. Like, do they know, like, do they have a plan of what's going on or like how that works? And you explain yeah. that it kind of depends per match and like who who is doing what yeah um because i noticed that this one especially at the beginning like their opening moves and stuff looked like they were dancing yeah like it was very it like looked very choreographed mm-hmm. and i was just like having a hard time i was like what uh what's going on but like it got it got better throughout yeah. but the beginning for sure looked very Lee Moriarty is like very Lucha Libre inspired Mm -hmm. and Lucha Libre oftentimes like the criticism for a lot of people to Lucha is that it looks like a dance, like a choreographed dance, Mm -hmm. because it's a lot of, um, you know, like choreographed is the right word, but it's a lot of like flipping and action and like Mm -hmm. moving around the ring and the movements always to like what I would say are like people who take wrestling too seriously the movements in Lucha Libre look too phony for some people because it always looks like they're just waiting for the next thing to happen. And so Lee Moriarty is, is not like he's probably in his early twenties. So he hasn't been wrestling for a super long time. I liked him. Yeah. He's really good. Yeah. Um, and also apparently a very nice guy. I've talked to people who've met him and he seems like he's very nice, but he's, um, you know, he's just like maybe some of his movements aren't as natural as they're going to become as he gets a little more experience. But yeah, I think he's really good. Yeah, I and, enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. It was just definitely very different from the first match that we saw. Yeah. Which literally I mean, you could def I mean, you could definitely tell when they were like pulling stuff and right. like what well, overall throughout watching this, I had this like memory of like when I was a kid or like in like middle school or something, and I just have this memory of like kids arguing over whether wrestling was real yeah. or not like if the punches like actually landed and stuff mm-hmm. and i don't and while you're watching this i was like how did anybody believe that this 
that this guy is actually getting the shit kicked out of yeah. him. Because it's, like, very clear when a lot of times when they would, like, pull things back or you could see them protect. And on it was just, like, uh, I had to, like, you know, do some, like, uh, suspension, mm-hmm. right, of, like, like of disbelief and stuff. And so, which is totally fine. Yeah. But it was, the second one was definitely more, I could see more of a choreographed type effect versus the first one, which was truly, like, looked like a beatdown. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Brian's style is much more of a brutal yeah like style than cm punk or lee moriarty like he he kind of bases a lot of his offense around like mixed martial arts Mm. so he's his style is to made to look a little more i think i like i enjoyed lee moriarty and cm punk's yeah about more yeah uh, and like while listening, was it what is the commentator's guy? MG uh, Oh MJF. MJF. I go all watching it. Like, MJF was just the whole time like. I would have taken that kick better. Or, yeah. You know. Oh yeah. He's like I would have eaten that and been like with pride or something. I yeah. was like shut up. <laughs> so he like did a really good job. He's, I was he's like, can a, you stop talking? I'm he, trying to watch. <laughs> he is an excellent dickhead. He's an excellent dickhead. <laughs> yeah. He he really played that very well. Yeah. So, I bet he's really nice in real life. I bet. Yeah. I bet he's like, yeah. I, ha- I hope. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. maybe I shouldn't bet. There's a there's a person who does a famous wrestling radio show and he will call in and like be in character uh, when he really, really doesn't have to do that sort of stuff. Yeah. So like it's it's just done for fun and also to like maybe like give some prestige to like the radio show of like yeah. I'm calling in to do this thing. It's fun for me to do it. That's he fun. never really lets up the act when he's in public. Yeah. So it's really hard to tell. Like, yeah, is it a little bit of like his true personality showing or is it just like, this is fun for me. And it's also fun for everyone else. If I'm just this character the entire time. Yeah. 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 Uh, so next we had Adam Cole coming out. Adam Cole. He's the guy who likes the, the leads the fans in yelling out his name and oh, so the he, boom guy? The boom guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He came out. He wanted to have the fans say his name. He was going to go do commentary. Yes. He was interrupted by Orange Cassidy. Yes. Who is the Ryan Gosling <laughs> Ryan looking mother for. Yeah. <laughs> I think I, the thing I said when he came out was like, what in the Ryan Gosling is this? <laughs> yeah. So he is dressed in all denim. Yes. Has his hair slicked. He's got sunglasses on. His whole shtick is that he's, uh, he's kind of a, like, he's not a stoner by like, you know, yeah. they don't show him smoking weed or anything, but he just has like a too cool for school attitude. His hands are in his pocket. He throws like lackadaisical strikes. He's just a very laid back guy. So mm-hmm. he interrupts Adam Cole, but then Adam Cole's friends come out and they triple team Orange Cassidy. Yeah. The young Which bucks rude. were his friends. Yeah, they are rude. They're there's bad not, guys. There's not a lot of honor in that. No, they kick him in the, in the balls. Yeah. They beat him up and then they both kick him in the face. Yeah. But then Orange Cassidy's yeah. friends. His best friends. The best, the best friends. The best friends. Run out. They save their friend and they chase off the bad guys. Yeah. And you were, you were hoping that somebody was going to hug at a certain point. And it's too bad. Yeah. Because that is the best friends thing is they do a big group hug. Yeah. Cause they were, um, Orange Cassidy was like on the ground and yeah. they kept like, uh, like bum rushing the other guys and then coming back to him and like like touching him and holding yeah. him being like checking in on him and I was just like I just want them to hug yeah <laughs> normally they would they do a big thing where like the, the 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 enemies will clear out of the ring or they're cleared out of the ring and then the two best friends are on other side each side of the ring and then they start to move towards each other camera pans out to like all the audience and then they do a big hug and the fans go crazy oh I love that it's very cute that's so fun 
so the next thing is Wardlow with his buddy Sean Spears, who uh-huh. is the gold guy. Oh, the gold guy. <laughs> the yeah, man who's very right. bronzed taking on AC Adams. Uh-huh. Was the name of the guy? He yeah, just, he. Uh, yeah, that was a quick. That was a quick one. He power bombs him four times and pins him. Yeah, it was very very fast. And then Sean Spears broke a chair on. Oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah, he like, came in and then just like broke a chair on Adam or a- the other guy. AC a- a- Adam. AC Adam. Yeah. And I was like, who the hell is that guy? <laughs> yeah. He just like jumped in. I thought for a split second, I thought it was somebody from the crowd. That's. I mean, that has happened in like. That is sort of timely because on the other on the other show on WWE show, there's a wrestler named Seth Rollins who a guy jumped the barricade and then charged like ran around the barricade and then like like tackled Seth Rollins. Oh my god! And security was like really late to getting <gasps> this broken up. So this guy like got like a thirty yard running start and like tackled one of the wrestlers. And actually, I'm going to tell you the story of why this happened. So this is. this is not funny because this is a guy who's like dealing with like mental health issues. So this guy who tackled Seth Rollins many years ago, like met Seth Rollins at like a signing or something. Mm -hmm. And it was like, how do I, Hey man, how do I get into wrestling? And he, you know, he gave him some like, Oh, go to school. You know, you go to school, blah, blah, blah. And then at some point this, this young man found what he thought was Seth Rollins on Instagram, but it was a fake Seth Rollins account. And the Seth Rollins fake said, like, well, if you really want to get into the business, send me no, money. No. And he did. He sent him, like, three checks or something. And then this fake Seth Rollins ghosted this guy who sent them the money. So in his mind, that was Seth Rollins. Yeah. So he went to this show to get revenge on Seth oh Rollins and attacked him. Oh, my God. Yikes. <laughs> That's tough. It's tough. That's really tough. Yeah. People don't send people don't send any money to anybody that you don't personally. Yes. Know. Yes. So that's what that's what yeah. People will jump the barricade for many reasons, but that was the most recent. Wow. Example of that. Then we then got a tag team match. Oh yeah. The Gun Club of Colton and Billy Gun, which is Dad. I did not know that that was their name. Yeah. Dad Gun and Colton Gun taking yeah. on Darby Allen and Sting. Yes. So, as we found out, or I told you on their way to the ring, Dad Billy Gun is about fifty years old. Yeah. And Sting is sixty-two years old. Yeah, that was. I mean, I was floored. Mm-hmm. I was truly floored. Yeah. They are in incredible shape. Yes. And the stuff, the stuff that they were doing was just like, I was like, I would break a hip right now. Billy Gunn is a power lifter, so he's like yeah. jacked. But yeah. yeah, he is 50 and looks it a little bit in the face, but oh, not yeah, in the body. a little bit in the face. Um, and then his son, Colton Gunn, was his tag team partner. That's cute. It is cute. That's fun. They, and then his brother, Austin Gunn, was on the on the ringside for them. And then Sting and Darby Allen are yeah. friends. Yeah. So watching Sting and Darby Allen was kind of fun because Darby Allen was really small. Mm-hmm. And I think you were saying that he used to do like professional skateboarding yeah. or competitive skateboarding or something like that. And I was like, yeah, that kind of like he looks like he yeah. used to do that. Like, yeah. He's exactly like 
the body type that I would expect for that. Right. Um, and it was fun to watch him. He was just like, I think I, very early in the match, I was like, oh, this guy's like a little spider. Like, yeah. he just was like crawling all over them. He like, like, he does a thing where he like kind of like crawls up people's he, like, bodies a, and like, yeah, yeah. Like a body crawl. Yeah. And I was like, that's pretty cool. And he, it was just funny because he was so small and mm-hmm. uh, the young gun uh was is like a big dude yeah but dad gun dad's is humongous a mountain <laughs> yes he's so big he's so big <laughs> so like him versus darby allen was like i was like this isn't fair yeah there's a point in the match where billy gun picks him up by his pants yes. and like hoists him <laughs> off the ground holding his pants like he's a big bully t- picking on a small kid Just picked him up and, uh, and then yeah there was a point too i didn't realize that in the tag team that the people not in the ring couldn't like go just around. go in yeah and so i was like why isn't sting helping darby because <laughs> Dar- like he cut his head yeah he had he a, started bleeding he's got bleached blonde hair yeah and like as soon as like there's a cut formed on the top of his head so it just was very was evident that he's very, bleeding very yeah it was really bright red and I, was, and I was like oh my god he's bleeding and i was like sting go help him <laughs> you'd be the what perfect person to be in the audience <laughs> Because he, it would like sh- it, the shot, like the camera shot, would uh, every now and then switch to Sting, who was just standing there, yeah, staring. <laughs> do was, something. Like, I think like the first time that <laughs> I think the first time that Young Gun had tapped his dad in yeah. against like Darby, there was like this moment where the dad was like staring Sting down, like, mm-hmm. like you're gonna come in, you're yeah. gonna come face me, and like he didn't, but. I wish I yeah I was honestly so cute. I was like Sting, go help Darby. Uh-huh. He's so tiny, please. And then uh, I think Darby like was stuck in a corner for a while, mm-hmm. and then he finally made it over to tag yeah. Sting in. And I was like, oh my god, finally! And then you explain, <laughs> and you explained well they had him pinned in the corner. I was like, oh, can't, they can't move. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, that makes sense. And so Darby. <laughs> Just hucks himself at yes. these two gun, oh these two guns. So you have Colton Gun on one side of the of the like ringside area, yeah, and Darby just like torpedoes himself <laughs> and just lands like a rock. Like he just is like I folded up on the ground. He really hurt himself. There. I did too. I like he landed like on his like shoulder neck area, yeah, almost, and like was literally folded over. Yeah, as he landed. Yeah, I was, was like, oh. Like he, but truly, he like ran from one end of the ring to the other, and then sailed through the rope. Yeah, onto. I was like, what? And then so he gets and like the reason why we were both like, oh, he might be fine, is he immediately gets up and does the same thing to Dad Billy Gun on on the the other other side. side But he (laughs) throws himself at Billy Gun and like bounces off of him. He's so light, and Billy Gun is so humongous. That his body bounces off of Billy Gunn's body. That <laughs> it was, was very ridiculous. Funny. <laughs> uh, but then Sting hits a Scorpion Death drop onto Colton Gunn yeah. and pins him yeah. to end the match. Yeah, that was a fun one because at some point, like there was just I, I think it was when because I think the other gun, the other son came. Austin Gun, yeah, yeah, he like came into the ring and hit someone yeah the referee was distracted so yeah. he hit darby i think yeah or and something. so yeah. and and so darby and then just all of a sudden i think it like that was the turning point where just like all of a sudden it wasn't like t- we weren't tapping people in anymore yeah. it was just like a free-for-all that was fun yeah i liked that match a lot it was a little chaotic and that is chaotic. that is when wrestling can be really fun yeah that um, was fun then we caught up with chris jericho who is 
talking about something that happened last week. And then 2.0 and Daniel Garcia interrupt and they just beat him up. Who was the third guy? There were three of them. Uh, So 2.0 is is the team. Oh, it's a team. Oh, I see, I see. Forget their names. Matt Martell and something else. Got it, got it, got it, got it. They... Three of them beat up Chris Jericho and they say, stay out of our business, you jerk. This was the thing that looked the worst. It was it a was little. The mo- it was bad. Yeah, it was a little phony looking. I mean, like, it's hard yeah. when like, because like in the in the wrestling ring, you can kind of lend some like, like you were saying, you kind of. Yeah, can, like, suspension. Some of, suspension yeah. disbelief. When you're doing like a wrestling thing in like a setting where people do get beat up, which is like, you know in like the backstage or like by a door or, you know, in the street or something. And you're throwing like wrestling punches and you take like a steel chair and you like hit him, but like his hands go up and like suddenly he's knocked out unconscious. It was just like, so they later in uh, one of the matches uh, that we'll talk about, maybe it was the next one, but like there is like a, a very obvious like punch that, got pulled too soon and so mm-hmm. it looked very very fake and i was like oh they're tired <laughs> <laughs> like they're just straight up tired yeah because they've been wrestling and like you can see like they're sweating a lot and stuff but um so, like that is like like a slight slip there where i was like noticed it but like, it wasn't that big of a deal and the rest of the match was very enjoyable yeah. this like beat up scene was like it was truly i was watching i was like this sucks this is bad <laughs> it was really bad because like they there's like an angle i think the camera angle was really bad sure because like the camera person was like filming and you could see like they were like punching and kicking him what was it? what's his name chris jericho chris jericho they're like punching and kicking jericho but like as they kick you can just see their foot does not yeah touch the guy and like their punches are like going through like past where they should be like going like yeah. where they should be hitting so it's just like so obvious they're <clears throat> barely touching him and, like, yeah, they do the chair thing, which every time they go up, like, I, I, I find it very easy to be, like, ooh, like, like, suspend yeah. my disbelief for that. So that was fine. But, like, the punching and, like, the, the beat up part was, that was pretty bad. Lack some credulity. It was really bad. Yeah. It was not done super great. Yeah. <laughs> then we had uh, Jade Cargill with her manager, Smart Mark Sterling, in the back. Jade, oh, yeah. this is the woman who yes. was doing some stuff for she, you. She, yeah. Lord have mercy. Tall woman. Like. She. She's. So her, she's brown skinned like jet white hair yes striking and gorgeous just the biggest abs yeah in history it looked like she had like duct taped two baguettes to her stomach and then like spray painted over yeah like to match her skin she is chiseled huge yeah and her arms are she's just i was just like how So she's she's talking shit. She's gonna have a match on Friday. Yeah. And then that's when Thunder Rosa uh, mm-hmm. uh, runs up and she says, "You're gonna face one of my students on Friday. I'm gonna be doing commentary on Friday." And then she just starts yelling at her in Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> and Jade Cargill's just like, "I'm out of here." Yeah. And so she continues to just be like yelling by herself in yes. Spanish. That was fun. Uh, then we get the women's match of the night. Yes. Ruby Soho against Chris Statlander. Yes. The galaxy's greatest, greatest alien. alien. <laughs> In a quarterfinal match for the TBS Championship tournament. That was, that was very fun because as Chris Stat- Statliner. Yeah, Statlander. Statlander. As like Chris Statlander was like walking out, you just turned to me and said. <laughs> she's an alien. Yeah, she's like, she's an alien. And I was like, yeah. what? Oh, okay. Yep, sure. She's an alien. <laughs> yeah. I, I think like just a little bit of priming before the announcer goes, and from the Andromeda Galaxy, 
the galaxy's greatest alien. Yeah, it was it was the statement the galaxy's greatest alien for yeah. me that like sent me. I was mm-hmm. like, that's incredible. Yes. And then I asked you, I was like, is she the only alien in like this network? And you're like, yeah, she's the only one. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, it's tough. She's found a corner for herself. Yes. Yeah, she's found a thing that she can do that that's no really one else funny, does. She's an alien. Be an alien. Yeah. <laughs> she likes to boop snoots. Oh yeah, that was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because somebody was in. I was wondering about that because somebody in the crowd actually during her like walk up uh they had a sign that said boop me yeah boop me <laughs> and i was like what <laughs> <laughs> there's some stuff where it's just like there is because like you know you this is obviously your first time watching wrestling mm-hmm. that like there's going to be some stuff where it's just like this is th- this has like at least years of backstory oh, to yeah, it yeah. of a thing and i forget you know it's probably during like mjf's promo where he's just like referencing stuff and it's just like i Um, could explain a bunch of this to you but it's like all like 15 years worth of storyline yeah Yeah. it's that's totally okay i still really enjoyed it and i did enjoy learning about everybody's like you explained all of the storylines and like everything that was going on yeah which is very helpful good (laughs) i'm glad i was like why are they mad at each other (laughs) because they're mad they are um oh but yeah no this this was in ruby ruby soho right yeah because i i really enjoyed learning about her like being fired from or let go from wwe yeah and then changing her name and stuff and that was fun yeah so the the storyline of that was when she got fired her name was ruby riot in the wwe and she was on a a radio show with the lead singer of i think it's rancid i think is the band mm-hmm. and she said it's so cool to be here with you because like I've like the, my name is I'm named after one of your songs, Ruby Soho and the lead singer, you know, Rancid or whatever the band was just like, that's so cool. How would you like to use the name and use the song Ruby Soho going forward? Like just circumvent, you know, being called Ruby, whatever, just be the name of the song. And she's like, Oh my God, that's great. Yeah. So she comes out to the song. Her name's Ruby Soho. Yeah, that's cool. So it's very cute. And she's a very endearing character has a very expressive face as so we discovered she has lordy, these like lordy. big eyes and just yes. like makes these huge faces so dramatic um but she wins this match by reversing a what uh chris Stantler chris statlander's finishing move is the big bang theory because <laughs> she's an alien from space that makes sense and so she rolls through it and she pins chris statlander to win they shake hands they hug yeah, that was fun. Yeah. I thought for a minute, like, the, there was a moment where I thought Chris Statlander was going to, like, punch her or something afterwards because yeah. they, like, did this whole thing where Ruby, like, was holding out her hand for a handshake or to help her up or something. She was frustrated that she lost yeah. and it kind of seemed like and she like, might. Oh, no, is she going to? Yeah. And then they, and then she, like, didn't and, and like, they hugged and yeah. it was fun. So then Vicky Guerrero yes. comes out. She starts talking to Chris Statlander. That allows uh, Nyla Rose to run in and beat up Ruby Riot or Ruby Soho, excuse me. And then Chris Stantlander returns to save her friend. Yes, that was so fun. Yes. I liked that. That was like when she came back. I was like, oh, she's defending her. Yeah, she is her friend. <laughs> They're friends. Even if she was frustrated. And that's frustrated. when you told me that uh, Chris Statlander is uh, part of the best friends. Yes, she is in the best friends group. Yeah, that's fun. So she also likes to hug. Yeah, so that's, that's the, Yeah. And then we go to the main event of the evening. Cody Rhodes versus Andrade El Idolo with yes. Jose the Assistant <laughs> in an Atlanta street fight. Which I called this immediately uh-huh. when they were walking out and Jose the Assistant like takes 
for whatever is a knife. He, yeah, <laughs> oh, he had a knife. He had a knife. Yeah. He puts him in a briefcase. Actually, the other knife. Yes. His other knives. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, is Jose the assistant wrestler too? Like, is he going to like, uh-huh. and then you were like, no, no, I think he's just part of the gimmick. And, and then I was like, well, it'd be great if he like just took his shirt off and he was just like cut. Yeah. <laughs> And so they do a thing where Cody comes to the ring with his coach, Arn Anderson. Mm -hmm. They immediately get into a fight. Yeah. They fight to the back. And then like halfway through the match, Jose runs out without his shirt on and dude is jacked. jacked. I had no idea. (laughs) I watched the show every week and I didn't know that dude was like that. It was like Cheaty in the good place when he finally took his shirt off. He was like, whoa, baby. Jose, I think, was my favorite part of the entire yeah. like, show, like the entire two-hour event. I was like seeing him come out without his shirt off and seeing that he was indeed jacked. I was yes. Like, yeah, I was like so vindicated. <laughs> that was I. I have to assume was a great feeling because really the shame I felt when I was like, oh my god, I was wrong. Dude <laughs> is jacked. And it was like, um, well, because like the first thing that happened was like during the walk up, um. Oh, what's the Idolo? Yeah, Andrade. Andrade. He ran up and started the fight like during the other guy's walk up. Yeah. And then you just see Jose run. <laughs> <laughs> he just runs up from behind, and it looks like they were, he was supposed to get in a fight with the manager. But then it looks like the manager accidentally fell off the stage. Yes, he did. And so there's like a brief moment where you can see Jose like help him up. He's like, oh my god, oh my god, He's oh my like, god, oh my god, oh shit, oh shit. Yeah. So, because it looked like he was, he was like running in to do like a flying punch, yeah. and then the guy just like falls off the stage, and he's like, he helps him up, and then later on, you can see Jose and the manager like they're throwing fighting. some, they're, they're throwing, throwing some punches, punches yeah. in the background while the like other fight is going on, and then yeah, having <laughs> so I was like, oh, I'll see Jose can fight, and then <laughs> and then when he came out with his shirt off, it was just so funny. <laughs> My God, the other thing that happened is so early on they they're fighting, they're fighting on the stage. And oh, Cody yeah. takes off his jacket and he's just got like flakes of like what yeah. we thought was skin. It was so, it, I really, it was so gross. I thought he might've gotten burned by his own like pyro or something. Cause they got into a fight right near all the fireworks and yeah, stuff. I, oh. And he just has like just flakes coming off it of his back. It like looked like when you get a really bad sunburn yeah. and your whole, everything is flaky. Yeah. And that's what it looked like. And but, we were like, I was truly having a hard time. I thought I was going to throw up. I mean, like, I was like, I was just like, this can't be true because this is a television product and there's no way he would have allowed himself to come out with such yeah, there's a... there's f- no way. And it was like flaking in a way too that if that, if it was like sunburn or something, like they would have gotten it off. Right. Like it wasn't like, it wouldn't have been an issue to get it off. Right. They would have figured it out and been like, you can't go out like this. We will like scrape it all off or whatever. Like, yeah. So like wear a shirt, just yeah, something. Yeah. So partway through that match, I looked it up and yeah. then was like, oh, okay. That's why. That's why. Yeah. It turns out it was like some kind of... Um, flame retardant flame, or something. Yeah. Something to help with the flame resistance. Yeah. And when, oh, what's his name? The other guy. Andrade. Andrade later in the match also takes his shirt off. You can also kind of see the same thing on his back. Yeah. It's not flaking anywhere near as bad. No. But it's flaking a little bit. Yeah. And so you're like, okay, they both have it on them. And like, so it's just to protect them from the eventual flaming table. <laughs> there's, so there's some lessons that I think like <laughs> AEW is a young promotion. Uh-huh. And so like they've, they've tried some stuff. And learned their lesson and have not done it again. And I sort of feel like having a wrestler come out with no shirt on, mm-hmm. with a bunch of stuff on his back yeah. that he's going to use, like, theor- like really 20 minutes into the match yeah. is when this stuff is going to come in handy. You may not want to have on 
to yeah. be just like flaked off during the 20 minutes of the match. It seemed like, yeah, because it seemed like it was coming off a lot and it did not help him. To the point where the announcer was even like, what, what is, is on his back? <laughs> what is yeah, going on truly, here? Truly, truly. He was like, why, why is his skin coming off? Right. So eventually, yeah, they light a table on fire. Cody's wife emerges she lights yeah, the table on fire. She pours gas on it, I guess. And, and like, he suplexes Andrade through the table. He lands back first on this flaming table. He's on fire. fire. He literally was on fire. He's laying on the back, on his back, and like parts of his outfit are on fire. Yeah, and he has like melted table laminate yeah. stuck to his back. And you can see, especially when they did the like re uh or the replay yeah. of like the finishing move or yeah. whatever. Um you can see that when he lands in the fire, he's like there for a split second and he like hops off. Like he yeah. got burned. The fire like, was he got actually hurt. Yeah, the fire was <laughs> continuing to burn after like long after he like they fell through the table. Yeah. Usually the effect is the fire goes out. As soon as like it's over, like the fire's out. And usually it's also because like there are people at ringside who like have fire extinguishers ready. Yeah. None of that was there. It's yeah. just like this thing that was, was like, continuing wild. to burn. In the I, yeah, ring. Yeah, I could have done without the flaming. The flaming. I agree table. with you. I think he got. He actually got burned. Yeah. And like, that's not good. That's not good. <laughs> and like, when you know, when they eventually, I'm sure, removed the like charred pieces of table that were yeah, like that, burned that was to him. Yeah. So don't do it again. <laughs> that was bad. And the other thing I didn't like about, I mean, this match was fun mostly because of Jose. Yeah. <laughs> um. Because. Uh, what was the thing that they did? Oh, they ripped up the the mat. Yeah. On and then did the concrete. Like, yeah. They did something on the concrete and like slammed one of them down on it. I was like, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Like I that really stressed me out. Yeah. I, I, I didn't like that. My skin crawls when I see people fall on concrete. <sighs> it just makes me the most uncomfortable. Yeah, it made me really nervous. Um, but then as it turns out, they did something dumber later. Yeah. So, so <laughs> yeah, the flaming you almost table, forget about the flaming table truly <laughs> makes up for the fact that they just like threw each other on the concrete. Oh, yeah. So Cody wins. He pins him after throwing him through a flaming table yeah. and catching himself on fire. And that was the show. That Yeah. A wild show for you to watch your first wrestling I, show. I'm, I'm glad because you were asking me which one should we watch because we were going to watch a pay-per-view yeah. as well. Which was just one match? No, the pay-per-view would have been, like, maybe eight matches. Oh. See, okay, here's the thing that I didn't know going into yeah. this. Was that there would be so many. Yes. Because I thought that it was just going to be, like, it was, like, one thing. Right. That was just... I mean, now <laughs> that I've seen it, mm-hmm. I realize that that thought is very stupid. It's not, I mean, I... like <laughs> Or not, I, it's... I know I, I wasn't stupid for thinking because I didn't know, uh-huh. but, like... I cannot imagine a four-hour match of just two people right. like going at it like that. Mm-hmm. That doesn't. That would not. Work. After yeah, watching like I mean like you mentioned like CM Punk was like really sweaty after like yes. he wrestled for like twelve minutes. Yeah, it was like super sweaty. So, so like sweaty. And like there have been wrestlers who have wrestled hour-long matches or ninety-minute matches, but I don't think any like other than like stage stuff where it's like oh they're going to fight on an island and you're like we're presenting this thing and like you can film something over the course of like multiple days to like edit together to be four hours if you uh, wanted to yeah. i don't think anybody's ever done something like yeah, that, that we just wrestled wild. for four hours because yeah, that would I didn't, be yeah 
It's, but I'm glad that we did the two hour one and because there's like a lot. Yeah. There was just a lot. Yeah. Just and in that. the pay-per-view is just wrestling matches. So mm-hmm. there's, there's a lot less of the, you know, MJF talking mm. and, you know, the stuff backstage, all that stuff would not exist on the pay-per-view. It'd just be four hours of condensed wrestling. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I'm glad <laughs> that we did the, the, did this one then. Yeah. Same. It was fun to like see all the extra stuff. And I feel like I learned a lot mm-hmm. about wrestling yeah when otherwise i wouldn't have (laughs) (laughs) and it's a lot to take in i mean like again you're you're like it's sort of like reading x-men number 500 yeah you know like when you haven't like read one through 500 you're just kind of like well there's a lot that i have to either like pick up through osmosis or like if you're reading with somebody ask about they can kind of like tell you about but because there has been well over a hundred years of wrestling there's just a lot of history that exists that, you know, like MJF said a bunch of times, like, I'm going to be Piper in Portland or I'm going to be Brett in Canada where it's like, I don't, do you know who Piper is? Do you know nope. who Brett is? <laughs> like nope. they're significant people. Like, I in... assume they're wrestlers <clears throat> from those places. Yeah. Who wrestled in those places right. and had a really good match. Yes. That was my assumption. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you're exactly right. But like having no context of like who these people are. Yeah. Just hearing the names. It's just like, it's gobbledygook. It's just yeah, like, it's, whatever. Yeah. Like didn't know who they were. Yeah. That yeah. Like every now and then, like you would say, oh, this person is this person. Oh, there was like one point where one of uh, Britt Baker yeah. after the CM Punk, they like went to her. Oh, like, that's two right. Other yeah. Women and had um like something was going on. Um, but you were like, I was like, oh, that's Britt Baker because they like, yeah. were talking they had about referenced her, her before. Like, previously. Yeah. And then is I forget what what is her. Is her DMD. Name Br- Britt Baker DMD. DMD. Yeah. And she were just like, she's actually a dentist. Yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. She owns her own dental practice in Florida and she's Incredible. a real dentist. Yeah. <laughs> I love that for her. Yeah. Dr. Britt Baker DMD. <laughs> it's so cool. Um, but yeah, I know after watching, I was, I was like, okay, I get how there can be podcasts, like mm-hmm. multiple podcasts about this and like why people really, really like it. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense because it was really fun. It was very dramatic. Yeah. There's a lot going on. Yeah. I mean, like, people travel for wrestling to go see it. You know, there's, like, we live in Seattle, and there are multiple shows now. There didn't used to be a lot of stuff up here. Now, like, there are multiple companies running in Seattle. Yeah. Um, People, you know, like, I've traveled to California to go watch wrestling. You know, like, when I was in England, I saw wrestling. So, like, I've seen wrestling all through the globe and yeah. all that stuff. But it's, you know, people do travel to yeah. see this stuff and like really passionate about it. It's cool. I, one thing that too was while watching it was like, it was fun to watch it. Yeah. I was like, I bet it's even more fun when you're there. Yeah. Because like the energy of the crowd mm-hmm. was so in like, not, I mean, I guess intense is the right word, but yeah. like it was so like electric, yeah. I guess is maybe. And like you sent me a video uh, one t- a while ago, I think it was like a Japanese wrestler or something. That where sounds right. He, where like it was like the crowd was just like going nuts. Uh-huh. And it was a really small venue, a very small like crowd. Uh-huh. But I was like, these people are really into this. Yeah. And like, T-Pain being in the crowd <laughs> and handing a... <laughs> a chair over was so funny uh-huh um because i like, panned over to him one at like earlier and i was like is that t-pain yeah just t-pain hanging out, hanging out. i'm here t-pain <laughs> it was really funny but um 
yeah, I bet it's even more fun, like, being in the crowd yeah. and being able to participate like that. Mm-hmm. It's, like, really cool. Because, well, like, when you were saying the one referee lady. Uh, Aubrey. Yeah, Aubrey. Edwards, Aubrey. Because yeah. you were like, yeah, she went to her first wrestling match and then, like, cried. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I bet, yeah, that's, I, I, that's fascinating. Yeah. Because I bet being in a crowd like that obviously does something to your emotions and stuff yeah you get kind of swept up in it i mean like especially like in a room full of people who just like like we talked about like the wheel of time when we went and saw Mm -hmm. the wheel of time together oh yes and just being in a room with people who just like love this shit so much like when everybody's like clapping yeah one thing or already reacting to one thing you just get swept up in like what everybody's feeling and just like oh my god this is fun yeah yeah, it was really, yeah, it was super fun to watch. Yeah. I'm glad we watched it. Yeah, sometime when it's safe, we'll go to a wrestling yeah, show Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. That would be really fun. It kind of reminded me of like, okay, I don't know how, I don't know if this will make sense, but it gave me like the same kind of vibe as like roller derby. Yeah. Like it's a, like just something about it just like struck me. There's like a very similar There's vibe. a lot, there's a lot of similarities between roller derby and wrestling. I mean like, you know, there's obviously like the names and stuff. Like people yeah. come up with like really clever names for yeah, roller derby. I think, like, yeah. Every now and then like people have personas yeah. too. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, that, that was, that was like, I was getting that kind of vibe too while watching it. Yeah. For some reason. I was like, even though these men are gigantic. I gigantic. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they could step on me. Yes. <laughs> Billy Gunn is legit like six five and huge and like Wardlow was Wardlow was, his like what are these muscles? His trapezius his, muscles. His traps were bigger than my head. His his torso <laughs> is shaped like a pyramid. Like it's like he just he his shoulders go up and they peek at his head. Yes, he doesn't have a neck. He yeah. just has traps. Yes, it was nuts. Yeah, he's a humongous oh my guy. God, he's huge. Um, and I can only yeah, I just oh. It was it was really fun to see to watch. Yeah, it was very very good. Fun. Good, I'm glad. Yeah, I don't know if I'd be if I'm gonna like get into it into it, sure. but I would definitely watch a match or something. Like yeah, anything like that, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, let's watch it. Yeah, <laughs> I would definitely go to a show. Great, it'd be really fun. Cool. I even was talking to you. I was like, what do you think being a referee is like? Should uh-huh. I just go? Should I do that? <laughs> Should I do that? Can I be a wrestling referee? <laughs> uh, well, Aubrey is doing a seminar close by oh soon so maybe i should go meet maybe her you should go meet her that would be fun yeah i was talking to you too about like if i think that it would be fun for me to be somebody's it would be fun for the opponent <laughs> to have me yeah. as the person that they have to wrestle it'd be fun as like a billy gun type person for you to be the darby allen that yes. gets to get thrown around <laughs> yeah because that's like they literally just pick me up yeah and just throw me around Wee! <laughs> Just let you land wherever you land. It's not <laughs> yeah, their problem. I'll learn how to fall. Yeah. It'll be okay. It'll be great. I fall a lot in normal life. So yeah. like learning how to do it would mm-hmm. probably be beneficial. Be helpful anyways. to you. Yeah. So I would be I would be a a very fun opponent for somebody much larger than me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, everybody, hey, as we always say, if you're an AEW fan, you love professional wrestling, mm-hmm. we're sorry and we love you. I, I'm not sorry. I feel uh, like we 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 did a good job. We were having fun. We were having fun. And we said nice things about wrestling. So we're, you know, we're not sorry. But we do But we love do you. love you. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Nerds. <laughs> hey, pal, did you get a load of the nerd? <laughs>